0: Hello, I'm Phil Farrow, Chief Meteorologist at WSBN-TV in South Florida, and this is Weather or Not. This week, NASA impacted a spacecraft into an asteroid. The purpose was to find out if the speeding chunk of rock could be deflected away from Earth. If successful, it could mean an effective way of protecting the Earth from a doomsday asteroid like the kind that made the dinosaurs go extinct. Meteorologist Brent Cameron has the far out story. We have a special one-on-one seven weather or not podcast that's coming up next.
1: When the tropics heat up, you can stay cool. Because the chief works right here. Seven's chief meteorologist, Phil Farrow. He's been doing this for nearly 30 years. As soon as we get information, we bring it to you instantly. Wilma, Katrina, Irma, he guided us safely through them all. That guy never sleeps, but that's so you can sleep easier.
0: NASA slammed a spacecraft into an asteroid in the hopes the Earth could be saved in case we are threatened. Meteorologist Frank Cameron with more.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm meteorologist Frank Cameron, and this week's podcast is on a mission taking us out of this world. We're about to find out why a NASA spacecraft is crashing into an asteroid and doing so intentionally. Joining me is Lisa Wu, Deputy Mechanical Engineer at Johns Hopkins Applied Science laboratory. Lisa, welcome.
2: Hello, hello. Yes, I work on the DART spacecraft. DART stands for the Double Asteroid Redirection Test. And this is NASA's first mission to, as you said, intentionally crash into an asteroid and demonstrate that we have a viable technique to redirect an asteroid.
1: Now this sounds like it's something right out of science fiction. In fact, at least it kind of takes me back to the 1980s. I remember my Atari game system and uh, smashing asteroids, but this time it's real. The difference may be in that this time you're talking about redirecting an asteroid, right? It's not just smashing it up.
2: Correct, we are not exploding anything. Um, the purpose of DART is to test out kinetic impact, which is one of the techniques. So this is where we're actually using the spacecraft as a kinetic impactor. So this is all about momentum. We are transferring the momentum, which is mass and velocity of our spacecraft and imparting it onto an asteroid to give it a little bump. So then its trajectory is changed.
1: Now Lisa, you mentioned that this is a test and that the asteroid isn't in any danger or threat to the earth, right? It's millions (laughs) of miles away, but this is an experiment, right?
2: Correct. This is totally all safe testing our planetary defense techniques. Um, This asteroid before, during and after the impact has no course to trajectory, (laughs) no trajectory towards Earth. So we are not in danger at all. Um, And the interesting thing about this mission is we are targeting a double asteroid as what the DA stands for in DART. This is a binary system. So that means we have a larger asteroid and a smaller asteroid and that our target is a smaller asteroid. So this smaller asteroid orbits around the bigger asteroid, kind of like how we have our moon that orbits around us.
1: Right. The larger one, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, is Didymos?
2: Correct. Correct. The larger one is Didymos and the whole system is called the Didymos asteroid system. The... Smaller asteroid, which is our target, is called the Morphos. And that is what we're trying to hit, because it is much smaller. Now, to give you a size perspective, Dart is roughly the size of a smart car um, with really long wings, our solar arrays. We weigh roughly 1,200 pounds. And we're you know relatively small compared to a lot of spacecrafts that get sent into space. Now, our target, Didymos, the smaller asteroid, is about the size of one of the great pyramids. So now you can just imagine we are sending a smart car really, really, really fast to hit something the size of a pyramid. It's pretty dramatic. So, like, how much are we actually going to change it? Well, we are... Moving, DART is moving at approximately four miles per second. So we are going really, really fast. We might not have much mass, but we have velocity.
1: And because of that speed, what about the potential of missing the target?
2: You know, that is a question that does come up a lot. Um, Our team has high confidence that we will hit this asteroid. And the team has done so much work running models and simulations, testing all the onboard algorithms and practicing for all scenarios that could happen. So our team is very prepared for this mission.
1: Now, Lisa, how is it that your laboratory is managing this project with NASA?
2: Yeah, so DART is built and managed by the Johns Hopkins Applied Physics Lab. Um, JHU APL for short. Um, I am the deputy mechanical engineer on the Dart mission, so I have been particularly involved with putting the spacecraft together, getting all this hardware in the clean room, and putting it together, getting it tested, putting it through environmental tests. Um, it's a really cool experience, and I will say, Jay, Johns Hopkins Applied Physics Lab APL, we do other parts of the all the mission really. We came up with the mission design from phase A. If we know about the NASA phases of a mission, we start with the concept. Um, APO proposed the original target for Dimorph- Dim- Didymos and Dimorphos. So that's really cool. It's been a part of the lab since the beginning. Um, and now we at the lab are running the commanding the spacecraft and operating it till impact. And then even after impact that we have a lot of science to understand because we will be observing the change of Demorphos's orbit to see what exactly happened.
1: <laughs> sure. This is really amazing. How long did it take? Obviously, it's taken years to plan for this. And how long did it actually take you to get way out there to your space target?
2: You know, actually not as long as many other missions. So we launched last November, a few days before Thanksgiving. So it's only been roughly 10 months since we launched. Now that is quite a long time, but in space world is actually pretty short. For reference, this asteroid system is about 7 million miles away. So it is really far to us.
1: And because of that far away distance, is it going to take a while to find out if it actually changed the orbit?
2: You know, not really, uh, because it's, quote unquote, it's far, but not that far. Um, So it's actually much closer than many other objects in space. Uh, So we can actually see the change from telescopes on Earth. So we'll have many telescopes from all around the world pointed at this asteroid system and measuring the period and the change. So we do hope a few days, few weeks after that, we will be able to know the exact kinetic impact that the DART spacecraft had on the asteroid.
1: Elisa, NASA says the DART mission is about planetary defense. What's meant by that and what can we hope to learn from it?
2: Of course. So planetary defense is concerned with understanding and lessening the natural hazards of asteroids or comets impacting the Earth. So what it really encompasses is, in my mind, I view it two different ways. We want to discover, track and characterize all these objects. You have to know about them and you need to know if they're a danger to us. And then the other side is, how are we going to prevent or mitigate those effects? So DART is on the prevent and mitigate. We are trying to test this capability that we have, this technology to see do we have the technology right now to mitigate and protect our planet from asteroids if we do find one that does have an earth impacting trajectory, if that ever is to be discovered.
1: Right. And looking ahead, as you mentioned, because I think a lot of our listeners may want to know this. What's the chance that an asteroid in the future is big enough to pose a danger to Earth that we might even need to use this technology to avoid a natural disaster?
2: You know, great question. Um, So, as I said before, planetary defense, we're all about discover, track, characterize. We have characterized the very, very large asteroids, all of them, and we, I'm glad to report, we are safe for the next at least 100 years of any asteroids coming on a trajectory course to us. Now, it's the smaller ones that we are still discovering and tracking. You, As you can tell, there's as you know, they're smaller, so it is harder to track all of them. But we are working diligently on characterizing all of these objects and you know, asteroids are, they can be, they are natural hazards. So in the future, we may need to use a technology like DART, but this is why we're testing it out right now to make sure we actually can do it when and if something like that should happen.
1: And my final question, Lisa, is there, from what I understand, there is a little maybe called a CubeSat that's traveling along with darts. Can you tell us anything about that?
2: Ah, Yes. Uh, so the CubeSat is called LeacherCube. Cube is from our friends in Italy. It's the light Italian CubeSat. Um, this CubeSat deployed a couple, de- uh, I think 10 days ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, it deployed two weeks ago um, before impact. And this CubeSat will be taking pictures of the impact and sending us some real great data that we look forward to receiving all.
1: This is all fascinating. Uh, and, Lisa, can you tell us, to where might our listeners go to learn more about DART?
2: Of course. To learn more about DART, we have a website online. All you need to do is go to dart.jhuapl.edu. There's a lot of great information on there, a lot of great outreach resources. If you're interested in 3D printing, a little DART spacecraft model or even the Dynamo system, we have files for you to do that. And we also have a really cool augmented reality activity that you could go to as well on the website.
1: Very good. All right, Lisa, thank you for your time. Thank you for your hard work and for joining us here on Weather or Not.
2: Yes, thank you for having me.
1: All right. Once again, that was Lisa Wu, Deputy Mechanical Engineer at Johns Hopkins Laboratory. I'm meteorologist Brent Cameron. Thanks for joining us this week.
0: Thank you, Brent. Whether or not, we'll be right back.
1: The best app
0: from the best weather team is right here. Seven's Hurricane Tracker app.
1: Get the latest forecast models.
0: My seven weather blog. And of course, seven's cone on your phone.
1: It's yours free from the storm station. Seven News.
0: Our next episode drops October 4th. Thank you for joining us. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion, please send us an email at wxpodcast at wsvn.com. This podcast is produced by the Seven Weather Team, original music by Chris Crane, with technical support by Stephen Sejas. Thank you for listening to Weather or Not.